0: Folks, welcome back! Another edition of NBA Wednesday. Jack, Tom, Tom, Jack. What's up, man? What's up, dude? How you doing? Phenomenal. Good.
1: It's Phenomenal.
0: Another... Phenomenal. It's another
1: Wednesday, dude. I know we've kind of no, been no, like, no, no, no. It's not just any Wednesday. It's NBA Wednesday. No, but it's NBA with playoffs going on. Ah, okay, I like that.
0: sprinkle a little playoff sprinkle there. Um. Yeah. So we've got a good show today. Always planned. I know we've been kind of MIA the last week or so. We do apologize, but. Don't you worry, because this is not the last you've ever seen of us. Today, we're going to get into a little NBA playoff update, and then we're also going to be sharing our takes on Glue Girl or Chain Girl, Uh, who would we want in a boxing match, and uh, we'll also talk a little bit about the battle between Kyrie Irving and every single Celtics fan. I kind of love that, too. That's great. Um, But we'll start with the obvious NBA playoff update. We'll run through where the series stands right now, as of again, April 20th, and then Tom and I will share a little bit about what we think in these series. Obviously, over in the East, you've got Heat and Hawks. Heat are up 2-0 right now. Sixers and Raptors, the Sixers are up two games to none. Bucks and Bulls. Bucks and Bulls played tonight at 9:30. I'm gonna be glued to the TV on that one. <laughs> Bucks are up one game to none after a very iffy win. I, yeah. I'll get to that in a bit. Uh, the Celtics and Nets are playing right now. Celtics are up one game to none. And then the Suns and the Pelicans over in the West now tied up at one game apiece. Mavericks and Jazz tied up at one game apiece. Warriors and Nuggets, Warriors lead two games to none. And the Memphis Grizzlies and Minnesota Timberwolves all knotted up at one game apiece. Tom, I'm not going to lie. As I read through that, I'm very impressed with the bottom seed teams in the Western Conference. They're hanging tight right there.
1: Yeah, well, um, let's dig into that Phoenix game. But Scott Foster is what fourteen and zero or fifteen and zero versus Chris Paul. So I don't know. I don't like that. That's that's a little fishy to me. I agree. I've actually, you know, what's funny?
0: You mentioned that because I saw something on Instagram about that. And for people who don't know, Scott Foster is a very well-known NBA referee. He's been ref for you know much longer than Tom and I have been alive. And for whatever reason, there seems to be some odd anomaly where whenever he's refing in a game that is a playoff game for Chris Paul, Chris Paul's team loses. So I I don't know. What is your take of that?
1: Uh, my take is whoever Chris Paul is playing, hammer the other team. Put some money down. You're going to win big. Absolutely. No, if 100%. they lose, I cannot be sued. So <laughs> that is. this is not gambling advice. There's nothing in writing, though. It's true. Um but, yeah, it's crazy. It's I nuts. just think I, that
0: there's something it, under underlying. I think there is seriously, like, if it's 0-2, 0-5, okay. 0-14, though.
1: It's like, uh, what's that one ref that he, he's done interviews before now about the, them fixing games? and Oh, I know uh, what you're talking about. They were going to call Allen Iverson. Every time he dribbled, they were going to call a carry. Yes, yes. I mean, who knows? Who knows what? What's at play right now?
0: I definitely think that there is... I don't want to say there's some sort of personal vendetta the guy's got. I don't want to, you know, obviously speak on that behalf. But it is a little odd. It's definitely a little peculiar that an NBA referee seems to not ever favor the calls for one in particular player in in Chris Paul. But you know what? At the end of the day, I really like this Pelicans team. I, they are fun to watch. I know you and I have been glued to this individual, Jose Alvarado. Oh, yeah. My favorite player in the NBA. It's
1: totally how I would play if I was in the NBA.
0: The guy literally if, if go if you're at a computer right now, look up his highlights because it's pretty incredible what he does.
1: It's fun. He's just he's deceiving. He just it's it's those little things. I mean that's what makes him good.
0: He hides in that or corner. Great. So what he usually does for people that don't know, he basically whenever a, a basket is mis made and the other team is inbounding it, he will hide in like the very deep corner and kind of have this weird like sneak up attack, and he comes around and takes the ball from the point guard from behind him, and it's actually kind of interesting. Why are you looking? continue What, what were you looking at? I'm reading the comments. What does the
1: comment say? Fix the Red Sox pennant please? oh I've, I've had
0: I've had that same complaint from uh, Logan 2400. He is, he's been a weekly complainer of the Red Sox pennant, um, but it's NBA Wednesday, not MLB Wednesday. Uh, And he also says Rip City. Yeah, no, not Rip City. (laughs) No, no, Rip City's no. Boo. Uh, Anyways, I love Jose Alvarado. Like, I might buy a jersey.
1: Do it. I might. You won't do it. You won't do it. Maybe I will. I want to see you wear it on NBA Wednesday. Maybe. I actually, for a little future reference of a jersey review,
0: I have a really cool jersey I got from a dear friend of mine. Um, But let's not get into the side tangents here. Suns and Pelicans are going to be interesting, but the series that I'm glued to is this Grizzlies Timberwolves series.
1: I'm very glued to it. That's a great series. Phenomenal. I mean, dude, you got two of the best players in the league. Well, that are going to be future best players if they aren't already Anthony Edwards and John Morant.
0: What I find interesting, though, is this, okay? Look at these two teams. The Timberwolves have much more firepower. Much more firepower. Uh, You got Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, you look over for Memphis, and it's like outside of Jaw, who is going to... And I know I've been very high up on the Grizzlies, but it's not like they've got a bunch of guys that can go out and get a bucket. Right. Yeah. I mean, they don't have a guy that's going to take over the the, the game. If you need, a, a let's say, Ja Morant's in foul trouble, like who are you going to go to? Yeah. Do you go to Dylan Brooks? Do you go to Jaron Jackson? Um, you know, do you go to Zaire Williams? I mean, who do you go to? I mean, that's the thing is I feel like... Now, oddly enough, they've played very well when he has not been in the lineup. But I just do wonder as this playoffs progress, will we see the short, the shortened depth of talent for the Grizzlies start to kind of show yeah. itself?
1: Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, I, I mean, and the playoffs are just a whole different animal. I mean, it's so fun to watch because everything's so competitive and everybody's bringing their A game. You can't slack, and you need guys to step up, right? You look at the playoffs. I mean, over the I mean, the lifespan, honestly. Most of the time, it's somebody stepping up that makes the difference. I mean, I think back to the Lakers in the late 2000s. Trevor Ariza was a huge guy that stepped up for us in those games. Um, so there's always one of these guys that, I mean, he was a solid player, but, I mean, just a little bit, 5 10% more from some of these role players, I mean, can make a huge difference. I think a guy like Jaron Jackson
0: Jr. will eventually be that alternative option. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been. I've I've been very impressed with him. I've been very impressed with him on the defensive side of the ball. I think he shoots the ball well too. So he's he's an interesting case um, for me. Same thing with Dylan Brooks. I mean, he's a great defender. I would say he's arguably their best on-ball defender. But I don't know if he's got that ability to say, okay, I'm going to go get us a bucket. Jaws, you know, on the bench with four fouls, we need somebody to to fill it up for us. So that is the one thing I do worry about this Grizzlies team. Um, but I am very curious about that series. But in the East, you know. I think the one series, and maybe this can segue us into our next topic we'll get into about uh, Kyrie Irving versus the Celtics fan base, mm-hmm. um, but the Celtics net series is wildly fascinating to me.
1: It's amazing. I mean, it, it's it's so close. The game's close right now, 33-27. Um, and and we'll, I don't want to take our next topic, but I mean, there's a lot of drama and controversy and well, let's it get into feeds it. into it. Let's get and, into
0: it. Um, yeah. What, what a wild... <laughs> hey, Jack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You can't see. You don't know what he's doing.
0: Well, here's my thing of it, okay? No matter what, every time you've got these two forces colliding, they're going to repel. Kyrie Irving is not going to take lightly to the Celtics fan base, and the Celtics fan base are not going to take lightly to Kyrie Irving. I think, and I would love to hear your opinion of it, I felt like the $50,000 fine that he got was a little overboard. That was a little overboard, in my opinion. 20000 yeah. Okay. And I know we have to look at it in retrospect and in perspective. Okay, he's making the millions and the yeah. millions and the millions of dollars. So what's $50,000 to him? But you know what? Like, I kind of like it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, I kind of like this back and forth of one player. And you know what? He's backing it up. The guy is absolutely it's, playing out of his mind. Yeah,
1: let him do it. This isn't, like, Bill Beer like, decking somebody anymore. Like, come on. Like, what are we doing to the NBA? Right. Like, I want to see people fight. Give me some action. And you're not having, like, a Ron Artest situation
0: where he's charging into the stands. Yeah. You know, like, listen, imagine what those fans are saying to him, okay? He probably hears it all the time every time he comes to Boston. And you know what? If I was a Boston fan, I wouldn't like him either. The way that he exited out of there, that whole fiasco, like, clearly a problem, right? So, but at the same time, I feel like Kyrie Irving, sometimes maybe, or maybe before this all has gone on, he's kind of expected. Like, why would they? Why
1: would they have these ill will feelings against me? It's like, dude, yeah. it's a fan base. Like, yeah. of course they're gonna be mad. Accept it. It's kind of fun. I like it. I love it. I mean, it's. I mean, thirty seven twenty nine right now. I think it's just gonna. It's just going to—it's fuel to the fire, and it's a great—it's going to turn into a great rivalry, I think, over the next couple of years.
0: That Nets team is a seven seed, I mean, that's the biggest fraud of a seventh seed I've ever seen. I mean, they're a top-four team in the East.
1: Yeah, they um, just they just need to click. They don't always click on all cylinders, but I think they're a team that's kind of built for the playoffs.
0: I agree. I definitely think that they're built for the playoffs. i The one thing I do worry about um, for them is the defensive side of it. I do believe that Ben Simmons supposedly will be activated soon— I don't know if that really does any good for a guy that has had, you know, performance issues. Um, he's being thrusted into a large platform of the playoffs against a team like the Celtics, you know, in a large market like Brooklyn. I mean, that just it makes me wonder, okay, what was the real issue in Philadelphia? Was, was he just wanting to get out and he needed to find a reason to get out? I mean, what was the real reason? Because if a, if a guy was not, you know, mentally there to play in a market like philly what would make him ready to play in a market like new york
1: yeah i mean i think he was just ready for change but it's it's, it's i'm thinking about it it's interesting think about like the 80s or the 90s <laughs> nobody would be sitting out this long no. this is insane no this is insane
0: no, uh, it's it's kind of wild. So we'll see how that kind of shakes out and and, and whatnot. Um, but I am all for this Kyrie Irving versus the Celtics fan base. I love
1: it. It's fun. I wish the it's NBA good for basketball.
0: I think the NBA for the situ for the 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 nightmare that Kyrie Irving has had to go through this year just to get on the on the court. I think the NBA should let him do that and say, you know what, that's fine. We're gonna. Yeah. He's already missed out on a lot of paychecks, and I understand that's a whole other topic for a whole another day. But you know what, like let the guy you know have a little fun you know he's giving it right back to him he even said yeah, he said you know what forget
1: it it's the playoffs it's tough it's a business it's a business they have a, an image to uphold if they yeah. don't find them it looks bad on them but yeah we can argue about the fine total but yeah probably the right decision to find him, but
0: yeah i think yeah finding was fine i just don't know if i agree with like fifty thousand dollars like i think fifty thousand dollars i'm thinking of like like, Miles Bridges. Like, do we know if he got fined any exorbitant amount of money? Because what he did, I feel like, is a
1: $50,000 fine penalty. I mean, he threw yeah. something at a fan. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to protest these NBA fines. I'm not using my arms for the rest of the night. You are going to have to grab everything from me. you got to cook my dinner. Um, I'm protesting. It's well, going on in the NBA right now.
0: Well, that- <laughs> What a phenomenal segue into our final topic. The topic, honestly, I'm not going to lie, you know, for some dear friends off-air that I've been chatting with, you all probably know how excited I am about this segment. Glue girl versus chain girl.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That was crazy.
0: Like, what? Okay, I have to explain this because people might not know. So for anybody that may or may not know, essentially the Timberwolves games, they've had uh, a few situations with fans in the play tournament game last week against the Clippers, a fan who we dubbed now as Glue Girl ran onto the Timberwolves court and attempted to glue herself to the floor, which I don't really know, like, what makes you think of, like, oh, I'm going to glue myself to a hardwood floor, whatever. Um, and then you follow that up in Game 1 against the Grizzlies, and you've got a fan chaining themselves to the basket. Yeah, I'm not kidding you folks. Chained. Like, I, I just want to know this. I just want to know this. Yes. How do you get chains through security. Like, what was that that process?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, honestly, security's kind of lax, I feel like, going into those things, but I don't know, was it maybe it was plastic? I mean, I heard that...
0: I did not see the clip. I saw... I actually watched the whole uh, Glue Girl thing live, and Kevin Harlan, shout out to my man Kevin Harlan, uh, he thought it was like... One of the floor mop people that fell down and like collapsed. Oh, yeah,
1: that was a glue girl. Yeah,
0: it was glue girl. And then all of a sudden, like, the person's getting carried out, and you're like, okay, well, they wouldn't talk to or like handle someone like that they, if they
1: fell. Yeah. They should have done something better, like go armless. Maybe not. Maybe that's I, not ever good. But I, could they could they not have been more
0: creative? I thought you were going armless. What are you doing? Now you just oh, backed out on your protest.
1: You stink. See, that's the thing with this generation. We don't follow through with what we say. <laughs> yeah, and you're a prime example of it. Shame. But tisk, tisk, tisk. But don't you think they could have done something better? Like why are you just collapsing at the bottom of the basket? Run to the middle of the floor. Yeah. Uh, like like do something I, creative. Like have you and your friend on both sides rush to the middle of the court and like Ring around the rosies or something. Mexican hat dance. You know, something like something creative. I don't know. All
0: right. It's- so, for people who want to know what the protests are about, they're essentially a, a part of an animal activist group that is coming after Timberwolves owner Glenn Taylor. He's like a multi-billionaire, and he uh, is, I guess, in produce in some capacity, and he owns an egg farm in Iowa. And I guess this has actually been happening across the country. Uh, where there's been some bird flu outbreaks in, like, the chicken coops and whatnot. So he basically had to, like, slaughter a ton of chickens to, you know, again, make sure that people aren't dying and getting sick. Uh, and these people are protesting that. Um, but I'm more so, again, like, I mean, I'm fascinated with the form of the protest. Yeah. Like, why not, if you're going to get glue, like, she used, like, Elmer's
1: glue. Like, How about get this? gorilla glue. Yeah, get something good. How about this? Get a, get a giant poster of a chicken... Or maybe some chicken wings. We love chicken wings. Love chicken wings. Run to the middle of the floor. Glue that onto the center court. I've got... Well, I'm going to one-up you there. Let's hear it. Are
0: you. you ready? Oh, yeah. Are you all ready? Just come in a chicken suit and run in the middle of
1: the floor. <laughs> That's...
0: Yeah. I mean, I just solved your problem. Okay? You literally could have bought the chicken suit. You know? been You know, probably would have saved you a lot of thought space. Oh, man. What am I going to do? Oh, let me glue... Not to mention, she, she glued one hand. And again, it was Elmer's glue. Like Elmer's glue takes an hour to set. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, did she think that she was going to sit there through play after play, media timeout after media timeout? Like, what? Yeah, I just. Like, but I I gotta give credit to Chain Girl because I heard it was
1: tough to take her down. Good for her. Put good up for a fight. her. Fight for what you believe in. Yeah, love it. If you're not standing Absolutely up to people, what are you doing? I've got, I honestly, in a in a in a boxing match,
0: I'm taking Chain Girl. Chain Girl, I think, is tough. She's she's got some she's got some fortitude about her in terms of just like hey you know what you're not going to pull me off the floor covered in glue you're going to have to rip me off this basketball hoop with a chain yeah. on me.
1: I think I think glue girl's crazy though. So like you yeah. don't know what she's going to do like she's going to whip some glue out and just like throw it in your eyes like you don't know. Could have done that. Also I crazy to know, like, matchup. why there
0: was like the idea of like what correlation does glue and bird flu have minus the cool little rhyme I just did.
1: That was cool. Um no idea. No we idea. We may never know the answer we to this. We may never know.
0: Um, before but, we get out of here, Tom. Yeah. Because I am starving. Me too. I'm uh, very hungry. Um, what do you think will be the next form of protest during a Timberwolves game?
1: I was literally just thinking that. That is a great question. I, I hope somebody else comes out of the woodworks. Like, can we see like, like Sardine Girl or something? Like, throw sardines or like, I don't know, like, like Licorice Girl? Like, just
0: here's <laughs> a, you know what? This is what I think is going to happen next. Yeah, an all-out mid-game egging. So it's going to bring a carton of eggs and just start pelting them at players, or throwing them at Glenn
1: Taylor. They're gonna they're gonna launch them at Glenn Taylor. Like you're telling me, like you couldn't get like 20 people that believe in your cause. Get everybody put one egg in each pocket. Get through. Line yourselves around the stadium, and you know this like two minutes into the second quarter. Fire! Yeah, Yeah.
0: cut a three on my count. One, two, three. Oh, and the feed went down, it looks like.
1: I think my phone just died. Oh, Tom's and phone just died. And on that
0: terrible bombshell. Oh, I thought my phone died. Good thing it's your phone. Ha <laughs> ha. Anyways, we're going to get out of here. <laughs> um, but folks, as always, really appreciate everybody joining us for NBA Wednesday. This will be coming out literally in the next five minutes or so on the Instagram. The audio will be coming out later. And also, just for another side note for Ride in the Pine, there will be no new episode on Friday. I know. I know. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. But don't you worry because... As always, there'll be a new episode next Tuesday. We're just taking a little time off, kind of busy with some broadcasting stuff. So, nonetheless, we'll get the episodes back up and running next week. So, again, no new episode on Friday. Still good content. NBA Wednesday, Sandwich Saturday. But, like I said, new episodes coming out next week. Tom, final words. Go Bulls.